Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. Good morning, and welcome to Exceptional Women on Magic 106.7. I'm Sue Tab, and I couldn't be more pleased to be spending some time with our guest this morning. She is a friend and colleague, and someone that all of you welcome into your homes every evening to report on the biggest news stories of the day. She is Maria Stefanos, WCVB news anchor and award-winning journalist, and we are excited to talk to her about her amazing career. Welcome, Maria. I'm award-winning. You are. Whoa! Let me write this down. <laughs> You are a household name here in Boston. Everybody knows Maria Stefanos. You've been here your whole professional career, which I think is pretty rare for somebody who's a journalist. A lot of times you've got to start in like, you know, Birmingham, Alabama or something. but I'm a local girl and I never wanted to move ever. And they said, you will not make it in this business. So I went to Emerson. Yeah. Unless you go to the middle of the country, pay your dues. And I, I, and I thought, no, I don't ever want to leave ever. <laughs> it's pathetic. But I didn't want to leave and I knew I could do it. And I'm going to knock on this wood, even though it's radio. But hear that? Knock, knock. Yep. It worked. It It worked. worked. So you went to Emerson. Did you always know this is what you wanted to do? Yes. So Elvis died. Yep. And my parents were watching TV. And I had parents who were so supportive of my sister and I. Strict parents, but so loving and wonderful. So if I burped, they'd say, Maria, that was the best burp ever. (laughs) My point being that Elvis died and I saw how transfixed they were to the television. And that was my moment where I thought that's the power of breaking news, of Mm -hmm. television, of someone delivering something that was powerful. And I was very drawn to the way my parents reacted to that moment. Plus, we are loud Greeks, and we (laughs) love politics, and we talk politics all the time. And my grandmother loved politics. Talk radio, obsessed with talk radio. And that's how I grew up. We talk politics. We we listen to the news. So you were surrounded Surrounded, by it. And you understood how it could engage people. Yes, exactly. You're good at this. (laughs) Exactly. I've a couple of these. (laughs) But you talked about your family, and I want to talk about that, because it's a big part of who you are. You talk about, you know, your Greek heritage. Tell us how that kind of has shaped you and what it was like growing up in your family. So I think that simply that we are loud, and we are passionate, and we are opinionated. So when I would look at people, and when I talk to people, I'm not afraid to ask anybody anything mm-hmm. because that's my that's how I grew up that's yeah. how I was surrounded all the time so I'll ask anybody anything and say anything plus also my parents always said to me if someone was cranky to you you never know what they're going through mm-hmm. so they always taught me empathy they said never just take people and if they're if they're mean to you there's a reason why it's not you it comes from them So that's how I grew up. And so I always look at, okay, why are these people acting this way? Like when Donald Trump talks, I think, okay, (laughs) where does that come from? And I, what is going on there? What is going on there? And I, oh, and I cannot wait to interview him. 
And I'm going to. I'm going to find a I way. I don't doubt you. I'm going to find a way. I don't doubt you, girl. But you always wonder where people come from and why they are the way they are. And my parents taught me that. And you have siblings? Yes, I have a, um, a younger sister who has been in the business as well. And I have um, a couple of stepbrothers. And and yes, we, we're loud and we love each other and we eat a lot and we cook a lot. And <laughs> it's really, a gr- it was a great way to grow up. And you have been in the business for for many years, and I want to talk a little bit about some of the things that you've seen, covered, uh, people you've spoken to, because even though it's your job, I'm sure a lot of this affects you. I mean, you have witnessed some history-making events, and you've talked to people who I'm sure have affected you, changed your life. Talk a little bit about that, because you've covered everything from Mm 9-11 to presidential elections to some pretty horrible incidents, Mm -hmm. I'm sure. Anything that stands out in your head is something that really affected you? Sure, everything stands out in my head. I've had the pleasure of holding a microphone in front of three presidents. Wow. But I'll say to you, it's not the presidents who leave a mark on me. It's Sammy Bernstein. Um, he was he fought for our country in Iwo Jima. Mm-hmm. And I sat in front of this man, and he gave me a history lesson that I would never get in a classroom. I think I saw that piece. I'm telling you, it, he yes. just moved me, and he kept weeping. Yeah. And I thought, all of these years later, and he just so impacted me. And he passed away maybe six months ago, mm-hmm. and his family called and said, would you give the eulogy? <gasps> and I'm telling you, that right there was my moment in my career, because I thought, wow, what okay. What a privilege. Because I, don't, I cover a story, and I don't want to be done with it. Right. So I always stayed in, front, in, in, in touch with the family. after I called Sammy all the time, and I called him a week before he died. And I just said, I'm just checking in with you, Sammy. And... I think in this business, we have a duty to not forget the people we talk to, the people we meet, Mm -hmm. the people who impact us. Mm -hmm. So I was trying to interview Avalana's mother for years. Mm -hmm. And I was fortunate enough to have you get in touch with me. You were able to make that connection for me. I never forgot that little girl. Right. And you because know, people, who could? people knew about her because of Justin Bieber. She's the little girl who died of cancer and, and she right. was obsessed with Justin Bieber. And he took to her and they did a little mock wedding and she was Mrs. Bieber. And then he also stayed, she had quite an effect on him. Say what you will about him, but he stayed in touch with her. Amen. And was right. very affected yes. when she passed. Right. Very affected. So, you know, there was something special about this little girl. And like you said, I've met her mom. You've met her mom. Um, she what a she has carried her memory mm-hmm. and she has honored her in a way right. that I I can't even wrap my head around. But thanks to you, I was able to interview somebody who had her daughter had impact on my life simply by just telling the news. And it wasn't the Bieber stuff. Mm-hmm. It was just this little light, this girl. So that's the stuff that has meaning for me. Right. It's more the everyday people who yes, are making the big me. stories. Versus so yes, did September 11th impact me? Are you course, kidding me? The Boston yeah. Marathon bombings? I was standing at the finish line. Yes, all of that has impact. But it's but Carlos Arandondo, who was standing at that finish line, I was standing there with my two children. My husband was running the marathon. Oh, I, I didn't realize you were there. Yes, I was there. Wow. I'll show you the picture. Oh, it's awful. Oh. But I said to the kids right before the bombs went off, I said, see that guy over there? That's Carlos. Now, this is before you see that picture of him saving Jeff 
Bowman's life. I said, he lost his, and I've interviewed Carlos, he lost his son, one son to suicide, and he lost uh, one son to war. But that's the stuff that matters. Mm -hmm. I'll never forget Carlos, not because he wears a cowboy hat, not because he was at the finish line at the marathon bombing and saved someone's life, but because I followed his story from the beginning because he was a man who would drive around a hearse in the streets of Boston and drive up to the state house because he wanted someone to hear his story. So I would always try to tell his story because you can't forget people like that. Right. So that's the best part of this job is that I'm able to tell stories about people who have incredible stories that sometimes people forget about. And may not have the voice to tell them. That's it right there. For those of you just tuning in, you're listening to Exceptional Women on Magic 106.7. I'm chatting today with WCVB Channel 5's Maria Stefanos, a very well-respected Boston journalist, mother, and wife. Let's find out a little bit more. You know, I want to talk about your personal life a little bit. We talked about you growing up in a Greek family. Now you have a family of your own. I do. Two kids. Two kids. What's it like being you and also having two kids and a husband and a personal life? And But you have this very sort of public part of your life, too, being right. on the air every day. How do you do all of that? How do I do all of that? I, 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 because I don't think of me as the public person. I'm just Maria. And to my kids, I'm just mom. Yeah. And when I'm with my kids, and this is, and this was so hard. Are you kidding? To be at night not there for dinner. I know it sounds yeah. silly, but that's a that's such a huge thing. No, that's not silly at all. It's a huge thing. So what I do is cook like a crazy lady on Saturday and Sunday, mostly Sundays, and I'll cook. Cook, cook, cook for hours, and I'll cook. I just did it this weekend. I make uh, chicken soup for my husband, the Greek chicken soup, and then he eats it all week. This weekend, I made bolognese for the kids because it's such a strange thing, but if I can't be there, I want something that I made for them to at least be part of the dinner table. And then I FaceTime at dinner. It's ridiculous. It's pathetic. Oh, you FaceTime? Heck yes. You know how many homework (laughs) sessions I've done through FaceTime? (laughs) Yes. But you just need to connect somehow. So it's been hard. That's a hard juggle, but it's also been wonderful. So on the weekends when I'm with my kids, I'm there. I'm not on my phone. Not on Facebook. So you really I'm not disconnect. on Twitter. Go ahead and look at Facebook and Twitter. You check me. I'm not on it. Really? I can't do it. I don't want to do it. I want to be with my kids. That's my family time. So no. you are off the grid. You are completely disconnected when, when you're with your family. And that's how you make it work, I guess, because that that then you can immerse yourself right. in what's going on in their lives. You should see what I look like on the weekends. Oh my it's awful. Oh, I don't believe Please. you for a second. It's <laughs> disgusting. People are listening, they're not watching, but you look perfect all oh, the time. No, I don't. No, I don't. No, I don't. And I just, because that is secondary. Yeah. Because I want to be there. Right. So. And tell us a little bit about um, what you like to do when you're not on the air. I mean, in terms of. Sure. Do you? Do you know how hard this is to be interviewed? By the way, I know. I You're want to usually look at you the and one say, con- "Wait a minute, let me talk to you, Sue. Let me talk about your kids and your daughters and who are going to college." It's honestly. If this is hard. I know, see? I don't like it. You're on You're the- great. But <laughs> I feel like I just want to know about you and I want to talk right. to you. And it's The just- chairs are turned here oh. and it's your turn to be in the hot seat. All right, tell go ahead. You're doing a great job, I'll tell you. Something that we don't know about you, something you do in your spare time, something that might surprise us. I crochet. Do you or are you making that up? I crochet. 
crochet. You do? Yes. I can't picture that. I'm a crocheter. And I, this is the classic. So my daughter, as you know, you're going to have a daughter who's about to go to college. When she went to college, before she went, the full year before, I said, I'm going to make her a blanket. I'm going to crochet. You think it's done? <laughs> no. <laughs> and I don't know how to do the edges. So I, I'm. it's pathetic. But yes, I, I cook all the time. I love to cook. And I love to crochet. And... Um, I don't know. I'm I'm old fashioned, but cooking is key because I think for you, it's what it's really what brings the family together. Yep. It's you know everybody sits around the table, you talk. It's right. what you remember when you were growing up. Exactly the family meals, and you know I was the same way. My parents like that's when we had our discussions. Right, like they would talk politics, what was on the news, and we had dinner every night when I grew up. Same thing. Oh yeah, we every waited for night. My dad to come home. Same. I mean, it, that's how it was. Yes. My, my Now my son says, Mom, you're a food pusher. <laughs> Knock it. He's like, Mom, you know, he's lifting weights. You got to stop. I'm like, eat, eat, eat. I can't help it. And your daughter, you said, is at Emerson. Does she, she want to study? Does she want to do she what you do? She wants nothing to do with in front of the camera. She wants to be a film director. Really? Oh, she has no interest in this. And I think... She's fascinated by it. it's. It's very natural to her to be around cameras and cables and lights and all of that because I always dragged them to any event or any charity event. I always took my daughter. I mm-hmm. said, you will come with me. I don't like to do the um, any event that's not associated with charity. I'm not. That's not my thing. Mm-hmm. You want to invite me to a tea simply because it's a tea? I'm not interested. Mm-hmm. I know that sounds terrible, but... If you're doing it for charity, I'm going and I'm dragging my daughter with me. And I've been dragging her to events like that. I've done the juvenile diabetes event since she was a little, little girl. And I I would do the walk. You know, we would kick off the walk and she would be right by my side year after year after year after year. So now she must be extremely charitable minded. Heck, she better be. Yeah. She's not. She's in trouble. <laughs> I don't care that you're almost 19, but yes. Yeah. yeah and, and that it, matters. Yeah, that matters in our family too. And we try, you know, my husband's very big on, you know, every birthday they have to give some money yep. to charity, not just get gifts and, you know, really making them aware of the need out there because it's hard because they live, you know, fairly entire. All of our kids live a very good life. And it's hard sometimes for them to step outside of that and see right. that, you know, there's something else out there. Oh, yes. Yeah. If you're just joining us and waking up, you are listening to Exceptional Women on Magic 106.7. We've been talking with WCVB Channel 5 news anchor and award-winning journalist Maria Stefanos about her impressive career and local insight. Let's continue on uh, in our conversation here. Uh, You've been reporting news for a long time. You just got, did you just get a Lifetime Achievement Award? I did. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Lifetime Achievement. Pretty cool. I said, I am not old enough for this. And they said, yes, you are. (laughs) I said, oh, thank you very much. No, seriously, that's a weird thing when someone says, I want to give you a Lifetime Achievement Award. I said, okay, does that mean I'm done? With my career, but it was a no. great honor. And I it was think by- it's more about your body of work and mm-hmm. that it's so expansive and so impressive. Oh, and somebody you. wants to say, you know what, we recognize the value in that. And I think that's a cool thing. No, it was. So where did you go to get that? So it was the Alpha Omega Society and Mike Dukakis gave me the award. And here's why that's really cool for me. So when I was in high school, I campaigned and volunteered for his campaign. Why? Because he was Greek. And that's what oh, you do. Let's be honest. Course, it wasn't because course. he was a Democrat. And yeah. 
It was You're simply like, because he was He's Greek. one of us. Right, he's one of us. So yeah. I did, and I, and I went to his, when he was governor, his inaugural ball. I remember my dress, it was this hideous um, gray taffeta thing. The sleeves were up to the <laughs> ceiling. My hair was even bigger. Yep. But, you know, but it was so nice to then go into this lovely white gown and have my hair all back and have him give me that award. It was lovely. That's it was very it was a great cool. honor. And you've been doing this for a long time. Now you're at Channel 5. You've been there for how long? I, I lose track. Four months? Five months? <laughs> I, I don't know. I just got there. It's crazy. <laughs> but I grew up watching Channel 5. Right. So I feel like I've been there forever. And some of those iconic people are still there. And I'm like, what? They're all still there. <laughs> I know. But it's awesome. And Ed Harding could not be nicer. He's yes. hilarious. He's like what he seems on He's the air, right? He's hilarious. <laughs> yes. I love it. And Mike Lynch. I mean, these are, these are icons. And I think, wow, I can't believe I'm here at Channel 5. Mm-hmm. It's great. It's really nice. Well, everybody's glad to see you at Channel 5. Tell us a little bit about how news has changed from when you first started working in the mm-hmm. industry to now, because now it's a whole different ballgame, we all know, with social media. And you see all of you are there with your with your uh, with your laptops, right? And you're, you're tweeting while you're doing. <laughs> seems as though you have to tweet while you're doing the news. I don't know, but I do tweet while I'm doing the news. Yeah, I do, crazy. and it's crazy. And I ha- I embrace it, but it does cannibalize what it is we do, right? Because think about it: Do people make appointment television anymore? Oh, I'm going to watch the news at six or seven because all day long they're getting these alerts on their phones. So here's why I think that we'll survive this is that if people like you, and there are plenty of people who don't like me, I'm more than aware of that. That's definitely part of the No. Please, (laughs) read the comments. Okay, so I know it. It's okay. I'm a strong cup of coffee. Okay, so. You know what I call? I call people like you, and I'm the same way. We're big gulps. I I love that. There are sippy cup people. (laughs) Big gulps, that is awesome. There are sippy cup people. Um, No, we're not. And there are big gulps. No, we're big gulps. I'm a big gulp. I love that. I'm stealing that. Yeah. No, I'll give you credit, but I love that. It's a big, uh, take it or leave it, but you're a big gulp. You're not. And not everybody's cut out to be a big gulp. It doesn't mean that you're any better or worse than anybody else. I love the sippy cups too, but I'm a big gulp and you're going to, you're going (laughs) to know it. When you're coming in, just know it, and you're the same way. But anyway. So anyway, interviewing Avalana's mom, you can get a little alert on your phone. You can see a little quick snippet on Facebook. But I'm sorry. You cannot beat sitting down and watching that two-minute and 43-second story. I'm sorry. You can't – that – you can't – you can't replace that experience. And you take something away from that. I mm-hmm. believe that. You can't get that in an eight-second little snippet. Yeah, exactly. No, you can't. There's room for what you Please do. Please yeah. sit down and take the time and watch it because you're going to take something away from it. What do you find most challenging about what you do? What's the hardest part about it? Nothing. You love everything. No, I love it. I know there's bad to it. And it's really, it's so hard to see the tragedy the Taunton story, it oh. just really got to me. I've eaten at that Bertucci's. That, just to think of an 81-year-old grandmother sitting at her kitchen table and to know that that's how her life ends, I'm right. telling you, I have a hard time with that stuff. Right. I have a really hard time. That's the hard part of it. But I also feel honored that I'm able to tell people and that they'll trust me enough to let me tell the story and say, this is what happened. So it's a balance. 
it comes in into my being and my psyche and it bothers me, but I also have to just sort of know and do good somehow through that. That's that's how I have to do it. But no, nothing. I love Are you kidding? This is my job. This is the greatest job on the planet. I know. But there it must be hard sometimes if you're being honest. You are in the public eye and um, there are a lot of ways that people can access you in terms of comments on social mm-hmm. media and you know so do you not look at that like what do you do when so, and especially with women on tv which i oh what, what you're wearing what your jewelry is what your right. hairstyle is right. oh you've got you know i don't like the color of her dress right. or anything like that like you're you, you've you're pretty vulnerable and i and that goes with the job but how do you not get affected by that you get affected by it come on of course you do I get totally affected by it but I also know when I look this sounds ridiculous but I'll look at the way my son looks at me my daughter looks at me my husband looks at me that's really what matters Mm -hmm. it's not someone saying oh my god her nose is so big I know it's Greek Uh, oh does she have to wear those boots all the time yeah I like boots (laughs) Oh, that dress was so tight. Well, you're right. I ate a lot this weekend. <laughs> so, you know, I have to look at it like that. I right. have to take it with a great... Did, at the beginning, I'm telling you, but my skin is so thick like an alligator's now. It has to be. Right. It's the only way. I always say, I'm not going to inhale. Mm-hmm. The good, you're amazing, or the bad. You're the worst thing I've ever seen. Your voice drives me crazy. Shut up. Either way, there's a place in the middle. Mm-hmm. And I'll I'll keep taking that middle road. I just want to do good stories. Right. I don't care what people say about me. But you've been do, you've been I mean, your kids have seen you as a working mom, as mm-hmm. somebody who's making a difference, as somebody who's very charitable minded. Mm-hmm. So you must be proud. When I, I was going to ask you what your proudest moment is, but I'm I'm assuming other than being proud of your family, of course we are we're all proud of our family. Um, you must be proud that you can show them this type of resiliency and, you know, the longevity you've had in your career. Mm-hmm. There's something to be said for that, that your kids are seeing that and that you are so headstrong, like I'm not moving on to Boston. Here's where I'm working. <laughs> Here's who I'm going to interview. Right. You know, that's No, awesome. and I hope, I hope so. I, I hope that I said to the kids when I left a place that I was so comfortable at for 18 years, it was part of me. It was who I was. Uh, that to me was my proudest moment for my children. Hopefully, this is what they took from it. I said to them, don't be afraid to shake it up. Don't be afraid to jump off the cliff with no net. Mm-hmm. I was comfortable. I had seniority. I loved the people I worked with. And I said, but you know what? I'm going to see what else is there. I'm going to take a chance, and I'm going to do it. And it's not going to be easy. And I'm going to be at the bottom of the totem pole. Mm -hmm. And I am. Mm -hmm. I am. And that's okay. Right. See, that's okay. Take the leap. Mm -hmm. Even if there's nobody there waiting for you. Because at least you can say, you know what? I tried it. Right. And then you have no regrets. My kids said the same thing to me because I recently got back into radio about a year ago when I got this job at Magic. And I'd been out of it for a few years and um, I was auditioning for the job that I now have. And my daughter said to me, well, mom, what if you do all this and you don't get it? And I said, well, then I know I tried my best and then I'll pick myself up and I'll dust myself off and I'll be sad, but I'll know that I did everything I could. That's it. 
in order to get it. And if I didn't, then I didn't. But then I have no regrets. And I don't say, ah, I would have, should have, could You know, that's what I always say to kids. Don't do the would have, should have, could have. Just right. go in there and better to fail than not try. And that's what you have to teach them, I think. Well, you lead by example. And that was my example. Right. And I hope that they took something from it. I know they did. I know they did. Yeah. Tell me, and we're running out of time already, which I hate. It goes by so fast. Um, Does your family have any trouble sharing you? Because they kind of share you with the public. You know what's funny? Sometimes I see my daughter, if someone's, when people, I want people to walk up to me and say, can I take your picture? Mm -hmm. Or say, hey, Maria, that's how, and, and generally they do. But it's the people who sort of try to sneak a picture and I think, I'm just a real person. Come over to me and ask me. But I, when people do that, I see my daughter physically stand in front of me. It's a funny thing. Yeah. She's it's like she's trying to protect her. me. Aww. But they're very used to it. It's yeah. nothing to them. They don't care. They just, I'm, I'm just their mother yeah. who drives them crazy and says, pick up your room and you know, pick up your clothes and eat eat <laughs> you know those things that's all i am to them so. i want you to come over to my house and cook. i should have brought food yeah see exactly. now you've given me stress yeah because i didn't bring you any food and i'm not a very good cook so my family would think that they died and went to heaven if they had homemade anything oh i love cooking i should have brought now i feel terrible no, don't feel terrible next time we're gonna have you on again because we're already out of time which no, i can't stand I, I said it goes all. by <laughs> No, we're having you on again. All right. Thank you, Maria, for sharing your story, your amazing journalism career, your personal and professional milestones, and even a little bit about the Maria we don't see on TV. Thank you for being a trusted news source and a friend to all of us here in Boston. It's been my pleasure to have WCVB Channel 5 news anchor Maria Stefanos as my guest on Exceptional Women. Remember that exceptional women are everywhere. We interview celebrities and authors and CEOs, but we are also interested in talking to teens and coworkers and neighbors who are quietly making a difference. If you know someone like that, let us know. Go to magic1067.com, click on Exceptional Women, and then join Tina Gow and me every Sunday morning at 7.30. Have a great day, everyone. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023.